Hello, all you barflies out there, and welcome to another episode of Bar, bar Friends, Friends Forever. Forever. I'm Susie. And I'm Kina. And we're your bar friends. Forever. Forever. <laughs> we're getting so good at that. Yeah, I mean, it's been 21 times and counting now yeah so yeah 22 20, maybe yeah all we need is a thousand and we'll be professionals or yeah, what do they exactly. say Ten thousand hours who knows yeah um well we're back from a little holiday break yes excited to be back to be honest yeah except that january's the most depressing month yeah i i don't know i'm just i'm recouping heavily from Same. my trip like the first week I was back, I just lived in my bed. I was like, I just need to decompress, like watch yeah. some Bravo, get some takeout. Like I got, oh my God, my new favorite thing. One of my favorite things in life now is now that Uber Eats has these robots. Only in your neighborhood, but yes, go on. Yeah. So everyone out there, technology is taking over and Uber Eats has now twice delivered my orders in a robot. Do you know when you order it that it's a robot? No. So I always pray for a robot because the great thing about it is you don't you tip. don't have to tip. Yeah. So you're saving right there. Like the fees are always so crazy anyway on those apps. Yeah. And like you don't have to tip. Like so when you order, it'll be like you might get a robot. And then we'll return your tip. So you've already tipped oh. and then they just refund it. Oh, 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 That's nice because you already check out and you're like, fuck it. Like, I need this takeout. Yeah. This is what I'm spending. Yeah, and then maybe exactly. you get it back. Yeah. So and then, yeah, you're essentially just recouping the fees that you're paying to have that nice. like delivered. But and it's also nice because you can go out looking like an absolute slob and not be like, you think that I don't <laughs> with a real delivery person. I always kind of like feel like I have to look a little bit not put together, but just no, like no, 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 not no. like I'm crawling out from under my not bed. Not me, which is probably why multiple delivery people are like, are you OK? <laughs> <laughs> like the wine guy who was like, yeah. I was worried about He's like, oh, it's you. I was, I was so worried. I'm like. <laughs> Still me. <laughs> yeah. But it's so fun. You get to like go out, do, do, do. And then you click your phone, open it up. And it's like, here's your food. Yeah. And then it, it just goes on its merry way. It's a it, little cart. It really is neighborhood by neighborhood, though, because I see them. I and have been seeing them all over West Hollywood for at least the last year plus. Yeah. None on the east me side. Me too. I've always been praying for a delivery. Like, I want to know what that's like. Hey, it you got it. so great. Yeah. And um. I saw a couple things where, like, one of those had, like, rolled through a crime scene or something. So they're really, like, fine-tuning the technology and the mapping and stuff. But yeah. they're getting there. They must have, like, a camera on them, right? So For that, sure, like, yeah. Because yeah. you'll walk by one and it'll stop. Like, it sees yeah, like motion, motion whatever. People. I just, yeah. like, want to be on the other end. And I just want to see what that little robot sees yeah. on Santa Monica Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 2 a.m. on a Saturday night. Yeah, I was also out on my block um, one time not too long ago, and one had fallen over on its side. And right. it, was, it was so cute. Like, there were these people out there, like, wondering what they should do, and then they all collectively went and helped the robot back up. <laughs> God, what a time to be alive. <laughs> it's 2024. <laughs> it's 2024. It's the future. We don't have flying cars, but we've got Uber robots. Eats might be delivered by a, a robot. Yeah. Um. Well, should we get into a bit of what we did over the holiday? Yes, we have to hear about your 
holiday. Essentially, you they, d- you lived the holiday. The I movie. know. Um, and my sisters, my family, all trip were like, "Are you getting ready for the holiday?" Kina? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Um, my older sisters who like love that movie. I don't um, think we talked about it. That did we say that you're going? I don't going? think so. I think that maybe we mentioned it months ago, like kind of jokingly. Yeah. Um, so Kina got on this uh, trusted house sitters situation. Sure, sure did. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a big thing of mine over the summer. I feel like we mentioned it at some point over the summer. Yeah, maybe. Um, and it's basically like you swap, like staying in someone's house while they go out of town, but you have to watch their pet. Um, and so over the summer when I was having uh, quite clearly what may have been a midlife crisis slash mental <laughs> yeah. breakdown, um, I was telling everybody I knew I'm just going to like, I, I kept calling it an alternative lifestyle. And my parents were like, <laughs> we are so scared to hear what this alternative yeah, lifestyle yeah. is. I was like, no, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to have an apartment. I'm going to move from house to house and just watch people's <laughs> pets. All of my stuff is going to be in your garage. It's going to be great. Um, and so I actually did it. I, I committed to this like several months ago to watch um, a dog named Polo um, in technically in France, but it's uh, they live on the Polo lives on the border of <laughs> Switzerland in yeah. France. So I went to Geneva. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, I went and visited my family in Paris. So I did about a week in Paris, took the train to Geneva, which I just love traveling by train, by train. in yeah, Europe. Yeah, so fun. Yeah. You can get a wine. You yeah, just yeah. sit back. It's Watch amazing. the scenery blow by. Exactly. Um, so I was in Geneva for a few days and then went to the house um, and watched Polo. And not only was it Polo, um, but there was a big garden, which was really beautiful. I mean, beautiful. It was someone's personal garden, but like tons of fresh produce, yeah. um, chickens. And yeah. I just like lived on a mini farm it was it wasn't just polo it was pollo it was pollo. <laughs> yeah exactly Nine yeah you sent me pictures chickens. that you were like cooking from the garden yes. with the chickens eggs yes I had fresh eggs every day um I was cooking from the garden um kale is in season Amazing. Uh, leeks um fresh tomatoes potatoes all kinds of stuff. It and was like the the holiday slash barefoot contessa. Seriously. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. I had wine, cheese, and risotto like every day. Amazing. Except I was putting different fresh vegetables in the risotto every yeah. day. But that was like my go-to. I've never made risotto. Oh, my God. I need to it's learn. It's so easy. It's oh, so easy. I thought every time you watch Food Network, they're like, this is the hardest thing. This is how we're going to go no, no, home. No, no, It just like cooks. You just have to stir it constantly. Yeah. Um, and you're a better cook than I am. And so oh, you could easily you. make it. Um, but yeah, so I started the trip kind of like in the city in Paris, um, which I love and I've been there a lot now. So it feels yeah. less like a big vacation, but did some like really fun holiday things there. Um, it wasn't that cold. And so, yeah, just really enjoyed being with family and running around. And then I went to Geneva and hit a couple of bars in Geneva and nice. I have some observations. Okay. Um, first of all, Geneva's fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I had a $32 martini. Yeah. If it's anything like Norway, which my grandma lived in Norway, um, it's astronomical. It like you're going to spend like wild. $17 for like a coffee and a muffin. Yeah, like, it's exactly. Insane. And everything was in Swiss francs as opposed to the euro. And okay. so I got like I got a sense of it before I left um, looking at just like what the conversion was and everything. But then I got there and was You're looking like, at the menu punch. and was like, fuck. <laughs> um, but I stayed in a hotel just for two nights and it was lovely. Had a martini. There was a Christmas market right outside so my cute. hotel yeah. on the lake. You know, went and had like a $15 mold wine. Um, but it was just so cute roaming around. And there were a couple of like interactions. Geneva definitely was like where people were friendly and talking. Oh, cool. In Paris, everybody was just like. They're a little of, snooty. They're snobby. And yeah. like I'm clearly American. So they have yeah. no time for me. <laughs> I just watched. I just saw this um, Instagram. Like it was just a short clip from Modern Family. Uh-huh. But what I don't. I didn't watch the show. But I guess one of the guys goes to Paris. And he's walking and trying to ask in French like where something is. And everyone's like the hamburgers are that way. <laughs> like That's literally yeah. how it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just. um would just like be like okay which one of the kids is going to come with me and like throw them in front I'm like you order <laughs> and they think it's cute this like little kid is speaking French uh, yeah are they fluent they are yeah, yeah. um they go to French school so mm-hmm. they're fluent and um I can do the basic things like order coffee order wine whatever but as soon as I speak everybody knows I'm American yeah. wait say something in French I didn't even know you like knew I mean these I- things what would you like me to say? Order a glass of wine. Um, I'll order a coffee okay. instead. Uh, je voudrais un café au lait. Oh. S'il vous plaît. <laughs> S'il vous plaît. Merci. <laughs> um, I get very self-conscious as I'm like now like blushing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and I get self-conscious because people just speak it like super fast. Oh, like yeah, my yeah. high school French only goes so far. Yeah. Um, but anyway, in Geneva, people were like super nice. Everybody spoke English because... There, it wasn't strictly French or Swiss. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think the default language is French, but everybody was speaking English. Yeah, so it was yeah. like much easier. I think um, it's much, yeah, Scandinavian countries. They're exactly. all just very fluent in English. So yeah. It's super easy. Um, and at the one of the bars at the Christmas market, every other booth was a bar. Like, oh. remember when we went to the Haunted Hayride and we're like, where's a fucking bar oh, yeah. in this joint? Like, yeah. I'm telling you, you couldn't, like, blink without seeing, like, another bar. Oh, my God, yeah. It was beautiful. It's, that's a beautiful thing to see, for Overpriced, sure. but beautiful. And yeah. everybody was drinking. It was so, like, I don't know, jolly, for lack of a better word. Yeah. So I'm ordering from this one bar and this gay guy um was there and so I order and he's like getting you know the thing to like charge my credit card yeah um and there was a fry stand behind me and he goes okay are you gonna do me a favor and I was like me okay sure like I'll I'll do you a favor and he goes you see that guy over there and I I look and he's pointing to the guy working the fry stand yeah um, and says you're gonna go over to that guy and you're gonna say you need to send him some fries (laughs) and it was I was just like Okay, I'm going to help out my new gay yeah. best friend here. <laughs> um, and so I did. And Fry Guy was like, oh, they want some fries? Sure. And then the guys are like winking at each other. <laughs> uh, and he offered me fries as well. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to just gonna leave. Oh, I should have gone for gonna... the fries. I know, right? Um, if I had someone to share them with, probably. I didn't want to walk around a holiday market with like a big thing of fries. Um, so that was funny 
cute kind of a little meet cute for those guys a little meet cute for those guys and then I went to one more bar for the evening because I felt like okay this is my first night out um I have to the NFL is calling uh uh-oh hit another bar at least so I go to one more bar and um there was like a couple sitting at the bar me and that was pretty much it. And then I, I realized it was like 7 p.m. So for me, I'm thinking like it's time for a cocktail, whatever. I don't think most people go out until like 9 or 10. Yeah. On like okay. a Friday night. Crazy. Um, But I stayed for a drink or two. And the observations I had were so funny, which was that the bartender um, just had a bottle of red wine open and just kept refilling her own glass and just drinking behind the bar but like so openly so european so european exactly and then the kitchen guys uh would stick their heads out every once in a while and and call out to her and she would pour him a beer and pass it through the kitchen window and i was like this is how it should be this is how Um, it should be and i was thinking of all the stories about like drinking at work and having to sneak it and <laughs> yeah. like what you not and in geneva baby exactly and some of your colleagues um have said i'm like no just just have a bottle of wine out yeah mine was pretty um mellow-ish slash stressful i went home um my family all lives in North Carolina on the East Coast. Um, So the trip was long. uh, And then my family is problematic at times, uh, to say the least, to put it mildly. So the the cortisol levels were high at times. um, But we had fun. We did our whole, it was, you know, we were all together, which was nice. And we did our um, Christmas Eve vodka shots yeah of course how many do you think you had I still think this is wild um you know the funny thing is I I if I recall correctly I only had two like normal size maybe two ounces maybe not even okay shots and the next day I was so hung over like did you have wine on Christmas I had a lot of wine so like I said um with the problematic nature of kind of the stress of being I think a lot of people you know families clash whatever and especially the holidays like for whatever reason emotions are just running high yeah exactly it's it's a little too much um but I I you know kind of just decided um I'm just gonna you know once 3 p.m hits every day I am cracking some wine and I am not stopping so I I was drinking uh, quite a night you know maybe a bottle a night like nothing crazy um, but yeah, same on Christmas Eve. But for some reason, I just think I'm not used to hard liquor anymore. That I, yeah. now that I've been in my Euro sober phase, like it was rough the next day, and I was just like, I can't, this is the sealing the deal. I just can't really do it anymore. So R.I.P. to the martinis. But just R.I.P. I think the the hangover wasn't like violent, but I think it's just so much more prominent when you have to get up and go do things the next day. Oh, totally. Then we went to my sister's house and had to, you know, not had to, but, you know, hanging out with the kids and stuff. And it was just rough to have to be up and moving around. Maybe that's why I felt fine because 
I would wake up. You're just laying around. Make a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> watch an old episode of Gossip Girl. Take a nap. No, I, I swear. It's like it, with wine, I don't get that kind of a hangover. I just don't. Ooh, I don't know. I get yeah. a different hangover with wine. It's the sugar kind yeah, of hangover. Yeah. I don't. I feel like it's just like it's in my it's in my DNA. Like I, yeah. I'm that girl at the bar sipping the wine and I'll be fine the next the next morning. Um, but one thing that was cool was so my family always does seafood on Right. Uh, new or Christmas Eve. Like the seven fishes or whatever. Yeah, we don't do seven, but it's like a tradition that we sure. only do seafood and it's, you know, and the vodka shots, I've talked about it. But um, this year we were like, let's, we're on, you know, we're on the coast. So let's, in Wilmington. So let's get some oysters. So we mm-hmm. went, my brother and his girlfriend and I went and got like four dozen oysters. And my other brother is a chef. So he was showing me, he shucked a bunch and then he's showing me how to shuck them. Mm-hmm. And I got pretty good at it. So I was doing like a bunch of oysters. And in a couple, like once I shucked them open, there's these little tiny crabs. They're called oyster crabs that like live in an oyster. I don't know if it's like symbiotic or parasitic or whatever, but they live in there. And when I cracked one open and there was that little crab in there, I was like, whoa, what is this? And my brother's like, oh, my God, that's an oyster crab. It's delicious. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to eat it. Was it alive? It was alive. So then my mom wouldn't let us eat it. She wanted to like put like bring it back to the ocean. But he was like, those are they're delicious and they're good luck. Mm -hmm. And then I found a second one. And nobody else who was shucking the oysters found any crabs, and I found two. So I'm feeling very lucky to start my year. And guess what? I got a lottery ticket, like, on New Year's Day, and I won the lottery. How much? $7. Oh, my God. Her (laughs) luck. $7. How much did the lottery ticket cost you? I mean, I got three plays, so it was six dollars. So I actually so technically won a dollar, <laughs> one dollar to start my year. But I have never won that much on a lottery ticket. Sometimes I'll win like a dollar or two, seven dollars. Yeah. I think it's the crabs. I'll tell you what, I'm feeling strong with these crabs okay. to start my year. Wait, quick, quick um, tangent on that. There, and it's you know, it's related to this podcast. Um, once at the dime, I don't remember who was working. Maybe it was you. Um, but Stoney and I were sitting at the bar and whoever was tending bar just brought out like a stack of scratchers. Ooh. Okay. It wasn't you. Cause you would have remember. I think it was a guy. I can't remember. Maybe yeah. It was, like, I don't buy something. scratchers. I feel like they're too expensive. Yeah. But for whatever reason, whoever was behind the bar bought them, maybe they were like going to a party or something. They thought it'd be fun to give them out, but just had like a shit ton of scratchers. Yeah. Um, and passed them out to everybody who was sitting at the bar and it was early. So it wasn't like a Amazing. Packed- yeah. There were yeah. like fewer than 10 of us and we all scratched off and I think we won like a couple of bucks here or there, but yeah. it was actually quite fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love scratchers. It's it's just like you end up losing more money than you're ever going to win because yeah. you'll pay like $10 for, I mean, one, for a good one. No offense, but you just said you won $7 and you've never <laughs> won money like that before. So I think you have also lost money. <laughs> Listen, I had a dollar and you know what I did? I turned right around and I bought three more plays on the lottery. And How'd you do? I lost. <laughs> so the, the crabs only go so far, but you know, I started out my 2024 right by getting crabs. Hey, and uh, winning a buck. <laughs> yeah. Crabs in a buck. Well, since we both uh, had, we traveled, you know, it's been a while since I traveled on Christmas, so this was yeah a lot, but we were thinking about what we would talk about for this episode, mm-hmm. and since we were both 
traveling heavily, heavy travel, heavy travel. Yep. Uh, whenever we had Anthony on, like, yes, a couple weeks ago on our last episode, um, you guys got into it about, and the I lounges. had no idea. The, oh my god, the magic. Of an airport lounge. Yes. Yes. Particularly, so, a, I guess, an Amex lounge. Okay. So the Amex lounge, I feel like a lot of people a lot of people are talking about just <laughs> yeah. because of the new one in LAX. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a really nice one in Vegas as well. Apparently. Yes. So time out. We just booked. I mean, you have a work trip. Yes. In Vegas coming yes. up. And uh, you were like, come the hotel's free like if you want to pop over because tickets are so cheap from LA and I found a super cheap one but I'm almost more excited because on the way back we're going to be flying back at the same time and I get to experience my first lounge we're going to hit that lounge so hard I'm ready like I'm almost more excited for that than my one night in Vegas honestly you should be because Vegas sucks I know. I'm literally flying to Vegas yes, just to, to go, go to the to MX lounge. lounge. I'm telling you, and I've told you this before, and I, I shared this anecdote uh, when Anthony was on, but I was talking about like how diehard I am for a lounge where it's yeah. like, I am getting to the airport three hours early yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. sitting my ass down and I am hitting the buffet. I'm going to yes. the bar. Yes. I am milking everything I can out free, of that lounge. It's all free, right? Yes. And when I was flying back from Colorado to LA after Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, my failed romance. Yeah. I lied to this man about <laughs> the timing of my flight. Yeah. I told him it was an hour and a half <laughs> earlier than it actually was because I needed to get to that Delta Sky Club. <laughs> it's too good. But the joke was on me because the Delta Sky Club in LA at LAX is fucking insane. There's an indoor bar. There's an outdoor bar. Yeah, there's a taco I've heard. bar. My coworker just told me this. It's insane. And everything's free. Trust me. I'm going. I'm getting a martini. Yeah. I'm having a wine. Like, I love it. You're bringing a tiny sombrero for the taco bar. I am. There's a there's a fresh guacamole station. Oh like, it's insane. God. So I was flying Delta, of course, um, out of Colorado. And so I lied to this man. I was like, I must get to the airport. My flight <laughs> <I'm late. laughs> <laughs> approaching it was all just so I could spend a quality two hours in the lounge <laughs> so I get there and she and wonders why she doesn't hear back <laughs> yeah he checked I, flight schedules out that day and was like this lying honestly like I would shit. I would take lounge life over <laughs> over a relationship um so I get to the Delta's uh Delta Sky Lounge in Denver Denver's a shitty airport by the way this man tried to tell me it was one of the best airports in the country he's wrong um it's carpeted so get to the lounge and it is not like LAX Mm -hmm. there are some kind of like warm slices of cheese like some cold cuts um no like a lunchable (laughs) literally like a lunchable Um, and instead of a bar where there are four bartenders working indoor outdoor um no there was just like a bucket of booze and it was a (laughs) pour your own situation no which actually I can't be mad yeah does that work out in your favor because you can just top off when oh I was having stiff vodka sodas with a side of red wine (laughs) But I thought I was going to be, like, really enjoying things, and I had to, like, I must leave early to sit at the lounge, and joke's on me. I was having, like, cold cuts and uh, <laughs> vodka martini I poured myself. Um, but anyway, yeah, so live for a lounge. Yeah, so 
what happens is our travel experiences could not be more different. Oh, like, you weren't at the lounge? <laughs> <laughs> never been to a lounge. Barely ever been on time or early for a flight. Oh, my like, God. I am just awful at getting out the door on time. So this past time, actually, um, going out of town for Christmas, I, of course, call my Uber like on time, but I should have done it earlier because it's early, it's raining. It's so it was so crazy. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. And it's LAX, the holidays. Yeah. You have to remember that always, especially at LAX. So my Uber comes a little late, which pushes everything back. He's like, you know, relaxing, taking his time. Um and I'm on the way going, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine for time. Once you hit that LAX line by the airport, that's where it's you're going to get fucked. That's where you're getting fucked. This guy had to be like, he kept trying to take the, the shortcut that goes off to the other terminal. And I'm like, don't take the shortcut. Everyone. And I had to finally say, everyone's trying to take the shortcut. Can yeah. you just go straight? Like it's going to be faster. And finally I was like, let me just get out and I'm just going to walk to the next terminal. It'll yep. be faster. Like literally that's how standstill it gets. I've been in that. Like, I've been in that terminal loop for over an hour before. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Nuts. It gets crazy. Now, that was fine. I get there. I'm like, it's fine. I'm, I've am i got about an hour, like 50 minutes before my flight. I'm checked in. I don't have baggage that I have to check, whatever. So, And I'm flying spirit because I'm a classy lady. <laughs> I have never flown spirit. Yeah, I've never been in a lounge, and you've never flown okay, okay. my favorite airline, <laughs> spirit. Favorite? Oh, my God. No, Bold. It's, it's not my favorite for quality it's my convenience and price sure it's price you know yeah. i'm a cheap bitch i get the cheapest ticket it doesn't matter if it's spirit someone told me recently some airline and it was probably spirit was really gunning to like make a section where people just stood you can't wait where you don't get a seat <laughs> yeah. i'm like how cheap were those flights because i am on board it's just like a bus where you're like holding <laughs> yeah, on to hold a handle. The handle up overhead listen i've got some nice core muscles like yeah, i yeah. could do that for cheaper but that's my travel experience so i get out I'm, I'm going to spirit and then i see the line wrapping around downstairs for the security Ugh. and i'm like are you kidding me and I'm in line panicking because every minute that's ticking by, I'm like, okay, my, my flight's now boarding. My flight's getting closer to the doors being closed. Like, I literally had to ask at the end a few people, like, hey. Can I, can I get yeah. in ahead? Yeah, I was yeah, asking yeah. security, and they're going, we can't help you. Like, literally everyone's late. Like, they can't help you. It doesn't matter. Um, and so I asked a few people, listen, I'm about – my gate's going to close. Like, I got to run. And I literally – I pulled a full-on home alone. <laughs> like, I was running through the airport barefoot, holding my shoes, holding my laptop, like, in the other arm and my jacket. My bag's open. I'm, like, running as fast as I can, like, to my gate. And I made it as they're, like, closing the gate. Like, I'm, like, one of the last people on. And I made it, though. But that is wow. my experience versus the lounge. That is so stressful. I yeah. I couldn't be more different. <laughs> yeah, now I'm yeah. like a little afraid to go to the airport <laughs> with you. Although we've been to the airport together and we'll talk about that a bit later. Yeah, you know, we can we can hit it now. Yeah, okay. Our joint our joint travel. Yeah. Um airport bar. So yeah, so to pivot from the lounge talk, um just airport bars in general, I think we've had Yes. We've all had some interesting <laughs> encounters. It's a it's a wonderland of encounters. Yeah. So we've talked about this before, just briefly, not in depth, but we traveled together 
long time ago, like really long time ago, when yeah. we did our trip to Istanbul and Greece. Um, and we'll definitely get into that trip later because yeah, there's, there's some a meaty. lot to unpack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's some meaty material yes. in that trip for sure. But um, just to touch on the theme of airport bars. So we were in Istanbul and we were flying to, where did we connect? In Athens or Rome? Athens. Athens, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Susie and I stayed out real late. Oh, like, yeah. In fact, this whole trip. All night. Yeah. yeah. And we were with a group. Um, and we said, bye, group. We'll see you later. Yeah. Uh, we are going to meet some guys or we met some guys and yeah. we're going to go out with them. We had a date. OK. In Turkey. Yep. We had a double date. Um, I feel like we made it back to that house at like three in the morning. Who knows? Maybe four. Time was not a concept. Time on this was trip. not a concept. Woke up definitely still drunk. Um, yeah, for sure. And just like had to throw our shit in the bag and like make it to yeah. the airport. This was your taste of how I travel. Yeah, yeah. Chaotic. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so, and like, thank God for that group of girls who have their shit together. Um, yeah. So we get to the airport and get, I, I don't even remember getting through security. No, I quite no. literally don't remember anything. No memory. Um, but then all of a sudden, you know, Susie and I see a bar and we were like, we must, like we yeah. must get booze back into our bloodstream. Mimosas now. Mimosas. Stat. We got to hit it. Um, and so we sit down at an airport bar and we... I don't even really remember how it happened to you. Did we order first or did we meet this guy first? I think we ordered a bottle of champagne. Yeah, we were doing our own, you know, we had our mimosa or champagne or mimosas, whatever we were doing. And then a guy starts chatting us up at the bar. An American guy. American. Yes. Super nice. Like friendly dude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're talking, um, drinking our mimosas, losing track of time. We... Now, and we've talked about, talked about this, you know, phenomenon many, many a time when you're out the night before and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, the first drink hits your bloodstream and it's like, welcome back to being Woo! wasted. I'm alive. Um, alive <laughs> and also still drunk. And yeah. so I just remember I, I liked this guy and I was like, you guys would make a beautiful couple. I'm saying to Susie <laughs> and this like random ass guy at the bar. Don't know why I thought that. Um, But then, of course, I think the rest of the group was getting fucking irritated because we were like. We didn't know because we were like kind of far from them. Can't remember. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We were like a little bit removed. Yeah. To where like then we start hearing our final boarding call. Like I don't even remember. Maybe they called our names. Probably not. But like final boarding call. I don't remember. I don't remember at all. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So we're just like. We got to go. Bye. And the guy offers to. Yeah. He just like picked up our bartender. We start panicking and we're like, yeah. we're, oh my God, that's our flight. And he goes, don't worry about it. I got your champagne. Like you guys just run, like go to your flight. So I guess this time was the second time I've home alone it <laughs> through the Yeah. Airport. We definitely home alone it that day. Yeah. But yeah. we were drunk. We were just like, yeah, yeah whatever. whatever. And then do you remember when we got on that flight? We were so fucking annoying. There was a song by Dirk Bentley, the country singer that yes. was out right then <laughs> drunk on a plane yes. and we for some reason taped a picture of Iggy Azalea from a magazine are you kidding me I <laughs> she have, was our seatmate I have the best photos <laughs> of this plane ride so yes yeah, so we made the flight and, and we're screaming drunk on a plane yeah, and it was like the morning yeah it was like, everyone was like who are these lunatics so we just ordered more wine of course and we were just hitting this hitting this wine on the plane um, singing to our queen Iggy Azalea. Uh, where did that photo even come from? Like, who had the magazine? I don't, I don't know. know. We had magazines back then. It was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a great 
time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, we had a layover in Athens, and then the group split. And some of us were on one flight, and some of us were on the other. Um, you, we had an airport dance party. I don't remember that. I have photos. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a... Uh, the one and only time we've been at an airport bar together met yeah. this man great so we have a great time go on the trip we'll talk more about it later it's a few months later and i'm at home um doing shit on the computer i don't really check facebook very often yeah not an active facebook user yeah but for whatever reason i log in and i have a friend request <laughs> and i have a new message and it is and i can't remember his name so i whatever let's call him carl um, and I have a message and it's like, hey, it's me, Carl. I met you and your friend Susie at that airport bar in Istanbul. I paid How for are your you? champagne. Yeah. And I think he even said something in the message. I'll have to pull it up because I for sure, you know what, let me just get it because I've screenshotted it yeah, and yeah, yeah. since sent it to you. Oh, hold on. Okay, we have it. Okay. And um, his name isn't Carl. <laughs> no. It's in fact, funnier, but. We'll keep it anonymous. Yeah, it's Carl on this podcast. I don't know if you remember me, but I met you and your friend in the Istanbul Turkey Airport at the bar. We had some drinks, and y'all told me about your trip. Y'all thought you were going to miss your flight. I am from Houston, Texas, and work overseas in Saudi Arabia. Okay. You may not remember me, but you thought that your friend and I would have been a nice hookup. Hope you remember, but if not, oh well. No big deal. Been a while since I met y'all. Hope the second leg of your trip was just as memorable. Have a good one. <laughs> Carl. <sighs> Thanks for the drinks, Carl. Thanks for the mems. <laughs> it was too, too good. And that was months after this, by the way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This man found he was, me on He was on ruminating Facebook. on it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, we so made that an was impression. It. And we didn't, we didn't have to pay. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's almost like a lounge. <laughs> it was free. <laughs> um, my most memorable airport story um, was when I was flying overseas to uh, Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um my sister and I were flying on the same flight. We were meeting our family. They were coming on a different flight. And, okay. and I have family over there. But so it was me and my little sister, Mariel, who's been on the podcast. Um, but she was a lot younger at the time. And then so just, you know, t- to just like hammer home this fact that I don't know. I'm not a savvy traveler like you. Like, I don't know how this shit works. I'm always paying for things I shouldn't be paying for. Yeah. So I didn't realize I, I was like, I think some booze is free on international flights, but I, I'm not All sure. All booze is free. I know. And this was the kicker. Like, I should have known this or Googled or something beforehand, and I didn't. So what – I was like, you know, I'm not sure, and I, I'm not willing to take that risk. Yeah. So what me and Mariel did was we went to a duty-free shop, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we got a, like – giant bottle like a liter bottle of captain morgan (laughs) why captain morgan i don't know it was just mariel was younger so i'm like what are you gonna like we can put this with rum and coke or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so we're like okay we can we can make this work so we had this duty free like they seal it in the bag right like you're not supposed to open it like you know you take it to your destination unopened so that it can go through customs 
Um, so we get into our seats, quickly make friends with our seatmate, and we just start like a plain bottle service situation (laughs) like we had this we crack open the duty-free bag we had the captain morgan we just keep ordering cokes from the flight attendants and we're like this thing's huge like we're sharing it with our our seatmate so we made friends with him and we're all getting wasted and we end up like um we're talking to him and we're like let's all start a movie at the same time like that kind of like situation like we had a real like fun time on this flight and we finished this between the three of us this bottle this big bottle of captain morgan that's fucking wild and when you're in the air i mean that's hitting different it hits yeah very different you're dehydrated yeah you're You're getting drunk faster yeah that elevation now we might look at that and be like eh, three people you know a bottle like not that crazy but back then it was crazy like we get out we didn't sleep much because of our little seat party. Yeah. And we get out. We had to um, go through custom. We had a connection in Spain, in okay. Madrid. And we had to go through customs and all that jazz. And the line was terrible. I just remember being like, this must be what hell is like. Because the hangover is hitting. had hit yeah. already. You're still kind of drunk. You're sleep deprived. You're hungover. And you're in the customs line in Madrid. And it was just like one of the worst experiences. It went from like a real high to a real, real real low. Yeah, it was rough. I will tell you um, one of my other travel hacks that I don't do now because I live the lounge life. But before um, is, yeah, if you're flying internationally, of course, there's duty free. Right. So you could do what you did buy a big bottle you shouldn't it was though. probably expensive <laughs> no you shouldn't the, the booze is free on international flights i want to make a psa right yes. now the booze is free but what you should be doing when you fly domestically is you should be going to bevmo or anywhere else where yes. you can buy the baby bottles i know this hack yes. yes because they go through tsa tsa does not bat an eye i don't know how many fucking people have told this to and they're like what seriously yeah nobody cares that's why they're called airplane bottles exactly. because they're small enough exactly and so my move used to always be get a soda water mm-hmm. after security yeah pop that vodka in there smart um and then I would for sure carry them onto the plane as well I would just bring a Ziploc bag that was filled with like little baby Tito's but in COVID I noticed because remember for quite some time they weren't during COVID they weren't doing service unless you flew in first class for certain airlines oh rude um (laughs) and so everybody just started doing this and so now every time you board a flight they remind you that it is illegal yes to drink your own alcohol so the caveat is it is illegal (laughs) (laughs) you're not I've done it before knowing that it was illegal and I kind of secretly poured my own in I would yeah exactly I would just kind of you know yeah just be discreet about it because I think they know people do it totally the reason it's illegal is that whole phenomenon is you get drunk you're up in the air so exactly on this flight on my spirit flight home, I, um, I had the worst, I was like in the back of the plane and we were on a delay. And so the entire flight, there were people lined up next to my seat waiting for the bathroom, like a long line, people sitting on my lap essentially. And at one point I'm like, I just need to put like, go to sleep through this because it's really bothering me. Um, and so I just, like was like, Hey, can I have like two bottles of red wine? And I had already had one. Yeah. And I think the guy thought I was ordering three at that time. Great. Because <laughs> I was like, I already had one, but can I? And and he's like, he's like, oh, we just have to. He's like, all, 
I'll give you permission this time, but we just have to watch out how much you guys drink. And I was like, take it easy, bro. It's red wine. Like, it, this is child's play. Like, but then I started thinking about it. I'm like, imagine if you had a belligerent drunk just like trapped on a plane throwing up. So I was on a flight from London to LA, I want to say, long time ago. Oh and my God. You've seen this? It's worse than what you're thinking. <laughs> It is worse. Okay. And I'm crushing the wine. Um, yeah. I'm just crushing wine and like loving life. Like I actually, okay, just sidebar. Travel is annoying for me when it's like two to five hours. I don't find it annoying when it's like a six plus hour flight because like I am kicking back. I'm yeah. having a cocktail. I am watching those movies. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't mind. You settle in. You settle in. So um, I was settling in. I was like, really excited for this long flight I always like to have a little red wine take a snooze mm-hmm. maybe yeah. maybe have more when I wake up maybe I'm done um and so I'm, I'm sitting and I'm I don't, I, w- I don't think I was in I definitely wasn't in business but I was in not like the way back of the plane mm-hmm. and um it was one of those you know wide planes where it's like two five two or something yeah and there was a man in front of me that was a single seat I think because it was an exit row I yeah. can't remember I okay. just know that like there was only one person in front of me. So we take off and I'm drinking wine and like eating whatever shitty food is on the plane. Mm-hmm. And I just realized that everything smells like shit. <gasps> and I was like, oh my God, did like something happen in the bathroom or no. like the toilet's overflowing? And I can't remember exactly how. No, I <laughs> so scared. Yeah. How I came <laughs> to know what happened. I think a flight attendant told me because at a certain point I was just like, I can't, I can't like breathe, like what's going on. And this older man drank so much <gasps> that he shit himself oh, on the plane. Oh my God. And that I think it was horrifying. It was horrifying. And I think at one point, and then let me tell you, I was not enjoying this flight. No, I was like, absolutely not. Through my shirt. I can't oh remember exactly. This was a super long time ago, but I think at one point, like a flight attendant was just like, are you okay? And he had like passed out after <gasps> shitting his pants. Oh my God. And I think that he, and he, he must have like ended up going to the bathroom and like cleaning himself. Ugh, up. That but, is like, disgusting. And like, what can you do? Ew. We can't do like a landing. Yeah, you're stuck. Like you're stuck yeah, with this I, was, guy who, it's like the time I got on the subway with the guy who had shit himself, but yeah. I got to get off at the next stop. No, sure. you're on no, no, no. Like a, this subway trans, car. like, Oh my Atlantic God. flight, but and then you ha- have to also think about the seat. Ooh. I just yes, and and like trust me, it was disgusting, Ugh. and like the air I was breathing was disgusting. I think honestly, I just sunk like another. Oh my God! Few red wines. I would have a full on panic attack. Right. I think. The flight attendant actually, she now that I'm thinking back, she definitely did tell me like we have a situation here, and I was like, cool. Like, can you bring more yeah. wine? <laughs> yeah. And to the point where like quite honestly, I passed. I need out to leave my I body. Just, I needed to. <laughs> leave my body and probably just put like something over my head so oh I didn't my god in, but disgusting anyway um they should have dropped the gas masks i mean the o- oxygen masks um but not to end on that note because that was <laughs> fucked up um i have a very short pun intended anecdote about an airport bar yes um so i used to fly a lot to vegas for work i think i was living in san francisco at the time and the flight from vegas to san francisco is just always delayed i don't know why it just always is um so i remember it was like a friday evening and i was flying back from a work trip in vegas uh flights delayed two and a half hours by the way that's longer the delay was longer than the actual yeah, yeah, flight yeah. 
So I thought, no problem. I'll just like post up at an airport bar. And my absolute dream is that I'm going to fall in love. Yes, yes. At an airport bar, at a lounge. <laughs> on, on the way plane. to your like real life, the holiday trip. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm sitting at this bar and I'm sitting next to this like attractive man. And the bar is packed, right? Because everybody is fucking delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's kind of like crabby. So we're all like commiserating with each other. Um, we're both drinking martinis. We're talking for hours. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is happening. happening. (laughs) Um, and then finally, I think that there was some announcement that our flights were boarding. Um, and we both stand up off of our bar stools Uh and this man like grazes my shoulder (laughs) and I am not a tall person. And I could tell that he thought this was like where we were going to exchange numbers. (laughs) And I just picked up my bag and I said, have a nice flight. (laughs) Turn and run to my gate. Oh, my God. The delay was long, but your love was short. Yes. (laughs) Attention passengers, we've now reached our destination. We hope you enjoyed the flight and have a nice day. All right. If you have made it through this episode, pour yourself... An, an airplane, airplane bottle, bottle. <laughs> <laughs> or a duty-free giant bottle and enjoy the hangover, yeah. whatever you're feeling. Um, we hope you had a fun holiday and we're glad to be back. Glad to be back. Yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram at barfcast, B-A-R-F-F-C-A-S-T. Um, send us your emails, your airport lounge, airport bar. Um, <laughs> we want to hear them. Flight stories. I'd uh, love if, I'm not sure if there are any flight attendants listening, but let's hear those. Oh my God. One of let's my. Let's hear the, the shit. One of my best friends that from happens. high school is a flight atten- used to be a flight attendant. Okay. And she has some wild stories. We want to hear it. Um, but send those in <laughs> yes. to barfcast at gmail.com. Um, and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. It helps a lot. Yes, thank you so much. And we love you guys. And we will see See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Cheers. Cheers.